Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May. off with a bang and gasp as always pull the audience in that's, that's it it's more scare you new listeners away unless you are truly right for the independent music podcast get, get you feeling curious about what that could be yeah could feel curious about that it's uh roberto mushki uh mushy 
I think is how you'd pronounce that, and Giovanni Venosta, uh, two Italian composers. Uh, the track called Dusty Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon... Uh... Yeah, I could have guessed for a million years and not got to Dusty Zebra. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, released on a label called uh, Suave. It's an Italian record label. The LP called A Noise, A Sound is out right now. And so this week, actually, on the podcast, is we've got, we seem to have both brought a lot of weird and wonderful modern classical. Is what you've teased anyway. I don't know. Well, no, I was just... Uh, I was I had four songs out of my five, and I was didn't have another one to hands and I was looking at Bandcamp Daily as I as I do and I saw that they were doing to the feature on some interesting modern classical and I was like oh we were saying the other day that we were sort of probably missing out on a bit of that some interesting uh, compositions in that field I was like oh better get it on and then Gaz already had it yeah I've already actually got a couple oh, of a different d- different ones they're not the same genes yeah I've got a significant uh, lots of different uh, bits of modern classical today and some other treats for you as well uh, but yeah Roberto uh, Mushy uh, is a composer uh, it specialises here in sort of uh, avant-garde composition uh, using plunder phonics. Uh, you know what plunder phonics is, Anthony? I do not. Uh, plunder phonics is any music made by taking one or more existing audio recordings and altering them in some way to make a brand new composition. It was a term that was coined in 1985 by a chap called John Oswald in his essay Plunder Phonics or Audio Piracy as a Compositional Prerogative. Good. It's an essay that I probably don't need to read, but I can enjoy the fruits of uh, that type of composition. And uh, yeah, Giovanni Venosta is a film composer. The two guys have collaborated on quite a few records uh, previously. So yeah, if you are into weird, wonderful plunder phonics and want to explore plunder phonics, they're probably a good place to start. I want to play you brand new music from wonderful Brighton singer-songwriter Kristen McClement sort of vaguely associated with the Odd Wilkerman collective record label and scene down there, who I've long been a fan and friends of. Wilkerman collective, I always thought was a German label until one day you told me it was just because it was loads of people called Will. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's like three of them on there, at least out of like 12. Um, yeah, she's, she did her first album a couple of years ago, long in the gestation period, and it was a beautiful, beautiful record. I really hope that I paid it on here. Um And this is another one from the sort of dark, mournful folk that she does better than most. Is his love doesn't have to come at such a price. Keeps on 
Um, that is Christian McClement. Love doesn't have to come at such a price. It's um, it's up as name your price on Bandcamp. ChristianMcClement.bandcamp.com. Um, and that's, some of your pounds or whatever currency. Exactly. Give give some of your your shekels for that, and uh, hopefully that will be an album coming coming quite soon. I'm looking at her tour dates here, and the only one that is listed is September the fifteenth at the brilliant Rose Hill Tavern in Brighton. Great experimental music pub venue. Ah, so I don't really know many venues in Brighton. I know Concord too, and that's about it. Yeah, there, there's uh, there's more Brighton. I, I'm going to say has as has as many venues per capita slash per square mile as anywhere in the world. That's um, it. unbelievable. I'd love to find out what is what what has more. Or like what? What the that that is a study that should happen. Yeah, like I'd be surprised. I mean, there might be like you know, in let's say New, the tourist district of New Orleans, that like every venue like has a jazz band or something. Hmm. But I'm talking, but venues that like actually book, you know, touring bands, you know, playing their own music and stuff like that. I I would be surprised if anywhere beats Brighton. Yeah, well, if you uh, if you think your city has more, 
We don't know how many Brighton has, but let us know. But Brighton, that's, some, that's even that, that's not that many people even live in there. Yeah. And it must have a minimum of 25 venues, and I think it's got more than that. That's good. Well, we can study that when, uh, when we go off air. Uh, I'm going to play something a little bit more upbeat. Uh, it's uh, sounds of a, a Peruvian duo called Dengue, Dengue, Dengue. Uh, they have a, they've released a few records, actually, on a label called Enchufado, which is a Lisbon-Portugal label. Uh, they do sort of tribal house and techno. And they've got a release coming on on the corner, who seem to have taken this uh, left turn. Yeah, a bit of a dance, uh, definitely a dance thing from their normal sort of uh, jazz and yeah. soulful jazz and stuff. Yeah, because they did the amazing uh, record from uh, Calab as well recently. Like mm-hmm. It's also sort of tribal house music. And yeah, this one is as well. They've got a 12-inch coming out September the 16th called Semi- Semilero. I think I've pronounced that wrong. Uh, but And here's the title track. It's Semilero and it's Dengue, Dengue, Dengue. Thank you. 
the sounds of Dengue, 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 uh, Similero, I think is what we're going to go with on the name of the title of the track and the 12-inch EP as well, out September the 16th via On The Corner Records. Um, like I say, yeah, they're a, a base, uh, duo based out of Lima in Peru, which I was meant to be going to, but now I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going on a trip of Indonesia and uh, lots of other places right, down Gaz. under. All right, Gaz. I, I did actually want to ask, uh, uh, we do have listeners in Indonesia and Oceania generally, so Australia and New Zealand as well. And if you're somewhat involved in music, please feel free to get in touch with me because I need to plan a trip around uh, to talk to some music folk. So, yeah, let me know. Yeah, because Gaz is going to be covering some music festivals and some interesting musical events for esteemed website, The Quiet Us. So that's very exciting. It's one of those times that I wish I could write music. <laughs> write, write about, about music. music. I can't write music, <laughs> which is why I then criticise other people for doing what I can't do. <laughs> I don't criticise. I'm, I'm not a... There's a Everett True thing, so the guy who used to edit uh, Plan B was always like, I'm a music critic, I criticise music. And it's like, well... Why there's loads of shit music you don't really need to criticise. You could just write about really good music that no one else is talking about, which yeah, is quite true. Sort of like in the definitely in the old school mould yes. of uh, of the the music journalist. Uh, so yeah, so I am one that prefers to talk about great music that I'm enjoying. And uh, on the corner records is a record label, a London label, uh, that is doing a lot of good things and sort of breaking out from what they were originally doing, which is very exciting. Nice one. I want to play you a reissue from the Finders Keepers Records. Um, it is a reissue of the, in their words, the mythical Popera Cosmic LP, considered to be France's first dedicated psychedelic album. Um, I'm going to read you a bit from the press release here because of uh, it's one thing Finders Keepers are really good at, as well as reissuing and releasing excellent music. It is writing a press release. Um, it says the Popura Cosmic LP is now considered to be France's first dedicated psychedelic album and the shrouded blueprint for the hugely influential Gallic concept album phenomenon that followed, including Serge Gainsbourg's History of the Melody Nelson and Gerard Manset's Le Mort d'Orient. Um, spearheaded by Francois Wertheimer, songwriter for Vangelis, Barbara and BYG Records, and composed with future Jodorowsky soundtrack and genius all-rounder Guy Skornik, and based on the embryonic concept co-conspired by the teenage Jean-Michel Jarre, this instantly deleted 1969 recording is a true essential for any international radicalised record collection. I heard a little bit of this, and it just sounded bonkers. Yeah, exactly. I think it sounds interesting. I am 100% buying this. I, got absolutely, I had no idea what it was before. Did, uh, Doug and Andy from Finders Keepers... They, they know the depths of psychedelic weirdness that I have not yet found. But here we go. This is um, uh, Le Esclaves, The Enclaves, whatever. It's the name of the album. Yep. Uh, Poor Sweet. Uh, is the name of the album? Yeah. Popera Cosmic is the band, and this is Poor Sweet. <laughs>
stuff for Paracosmic is the band Paul Sweet was the name of that song. That's up on finestkeepersrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, shades of sort of Bond soundtrack that never happened, Deep Purple and music like that at the time. Yeah, a lot of library records from that time sound a lot like that sort of... Uh, some what's recording studio wigging out essentially <laughs> i do love the um, uh, groin thrustiness of that guitar solo as well as a proper <laughs> proper wig out yeah back in the day when an unknown band could put a whole orchestra in a giant recording studio i think and then just immediately delete the record and it gets lost for <laughs> decades and decades and decades until now until now and sort of uh, in their panning for gold to find us keepers dig it out again good on them <laughs> it's one we if you're into Finders Keepers, it's a label we are big fans of here, but we never really play that much of what they put out. But they do put out we, a I lot. Think we, we, we play a fair amount of their releases, right? I mean, they don't release every every month or something, do they? Oh, yeah. They really do. Oh, yeah, every week, probably. Oh, they're, they're always putting out stuff. I need to, uh, I need to get my act together. Because they were one of those labels that I wanted just to own everything that they did, and it was just like cripplingly expensive even though, <laughs> even, even though we're buddies with uh, Doug from the label it's still like even paying like distro prices it's crippling ah oh, well anyway apologies Doug I'm, if I've missed any excellent releases you're doing uh, gonna gonna get go on your band camp and listen to everything tomorrow exactly I'm gonna play something from Preston here in uh, the UK it's a producer called uh, Tarantula it's a chap called is it from that Preston electronic label you played a couple months ago Concrete Tapes it is indeed. It's uh, the producer's uh, Tarantulo's uh, a moniker of Andy Bunting, who's involved in a couple of other different projects. But I will talk about that after this track. It's uh, from a cassette called uh, Pro Arp Threat. And this uh, track is called uh, Clandin Bodwell, which is my Welsh pronunciation. <laughs> That's your Welsh clan name.
they have it. Sounds of uh, Clan Broadwell is uh, by Tarantula. That's spelled with a U, not an A. Uh, from the cassette Pro Art Threat out on Concrete Takes out of Preston. Oh, wonderful, wonderful uh, techno record. Uh, the the whole thing's like it's got some great house on there as well. Uh, as I was promising, Andy Bunting, the chap behind Tarantula, is also in a couple of other titles. Uh, Viva Shade is one. He's got an EP of that coming out in October on uh, Personal Theatre. And uh, he has a couple of other things as well. A Beats project called Hillman Imps, which uh, he says, quote, because I was chatting to him on Facebook, it's like, which if I get off my arse, I'll probably put out at some point. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah. If you want it, tarantula.bandcamp.com is do, where you can get it. Do you remember what we played from that label before? Uh, yes, it was a three... You've Put hopefully... You, spot. Yeah, you have, it's a Field Lines Cartographer. Got there without even looking, <laughs> uh, was what we played a couple of weeks ago uh, from Concrete Tapes. Uh, you knew a little bit more about the label than I did, I seem to remember. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I, was, I, was, I, I, I know some... Preston Music folks, but wasn't sure. There's a crossover. And Soft there, that's Paddy from Nod Solo. Yeah, there's also a live Nod record as well that came out on the label. Uh, doing a lot of interesting electronic music. I really like their art sure. direction as well, I have to say. Just like not so much this new cover, but all the other ones. Very muted colours, screen prints, really nice. Yeah, that Field Lines Cartographer record is a real beauty. And it would l- it would look lovely on vinyl, but but is, woe is me, it's not on. Concretetapes.bandcamp.com, so you can get some more of that. You can actually see what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you can about. see what we're talking about. We, we are good. Radio, we are, excellent radio. We are good at that excellent radio, that's for sure. Um, just announced today, as in uh, Wednesday the 29th of August when we're recording this, um, is a brand new album from Esben of the Witch, the uh, oh Berlin God, Trio. Faves. Berlin Trio, I don't know my faves. They're a band that I like and have liked for a long time. Um, and I promote all the shows in London as well. There used to be a Matador and... Um, Matador part of uh, Beggars, the big... The, the big label there, big, uh, include Domino and... Conglomerate, and exactly. Um, released on excellent Pennsylvania metal label, Seasons of Mist. Um, yeah, not everything on there is, is that kind of thing, but it's definitely some good stuff. It seems like a very bizarre fit. Yeah, it well, doesn't seem well, black or metally or nothing. Well, they've got... They're, they're a bit of a, got a bit of a gothy, metally crossover there. But yeah, not definitely not a straight-on metal band at all. Um, but anyway, I like them. This is a six-minute slice of epic goth rock and it's called The Unspoiled.
quite what I expect from Esben and the Witch. It's definitely what I would expect a band called Esben and the Witch to sound like, but it's not really the same as their other stuff. It is, I think. Is it? I think you haven't listened to it in a while. I've missed it. I've probably like still 10 years ago, Esben and the Witch. Yeah, I mean, they, they yeah, I mean, this is, I'm going to say it's their fifth album. Um, I could be wrong. But, uh, it's called Nowhere. It's going to be released on the 16th of November 2018. And yeah, I mean, I, I think there's obviously quite some variety in what they've been doing, but definitely in the same artistic space of epic goth rock. Yeah, it's uh, really good. If you want to come and see them, they're going to be touring all over the place, including playing The Dome with the magnificent Hilary Woods. Yeah, that's The Dome in North London so on you, the you, 24th of you, November. Hilary Woods. You said that really strangely. Like, it was like, Hilary Woods. Hilary Woods. That's it. Yeah, Hilary Woods, the Irish uh, uh, singer-songwriter that we played on the pod uh, a couple of months ago. Um, Absolutely love her, her album. If I still did end-of-year lists, which I do not, Hilary Woods would be on it. She's gonna, she is definitely my podcast best of the year. Yeah, when we do that uh, in a few months. So, I mean, we could hop on this thing of, like, the, the best records of summer 2018. Would it, <laughs> where would it rank in there? In my top five. <laughs> it'd, it'd do all right. Uh, I'm going to give you a choice of two tracks. I've got some industrial modern classical music, or you've got some beautiful modern classical music. Uh, let's go beautiful. Beautiful modern classical music. So this is uh, from a project called Tiny Leaves. It's uh, the name of a chap called Joel Nathaniel Pike. He had an album out uh, last year called Notes on Belonging that came through Pegdoll Records. This is just a single. It's called The Fullness of Things. Thank you. 
There you go. Beautiful, eh? It's, uh, sounds of tiny leaves. Yeah, absolutely stunning. I was just reading the sort of press release a bit there. It says, um, from the acquisition of an unwanted organ found in a mechanic's shed. Yeah, it's essentially, uh, re- yeah, and they went on to repair it and explored it and then came up with this song called The Fullness of Things. It's uh, just uh, one pound from their band camp as well. It's uh, uh, tinyleaves.bandcamp.com if you're interested in it. It's uh, not someone I'd actually heard before. I haven't heard the record that he released last year called Notes on Belonging. Also no out, idea. Uh, also out through Pegadol Records, uh, uh, a label I wasn't aware of. Um, but yeah, was set up by a chap called Oliver Edgecombe, who uh, produced records as Cottonmouth, which is a name that rings a bell, and I'm not, not sure Not for me, what. man. I've got no idea. Nope. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, beautiful. It's a Bristol label as Pegdoll Records. And yeah, Tiny Leaves. Going to play a new one from Shit and Shine, someone that we, we, we don't play everything he releases because he releases at a furious rate. But it's uh, now on Rocket Recordings, one of the record labels that he's prone to releasing on. And this is the, uh, it's going to be doing a full length LP, his first for Rocket, actually. I love that you say prone to releasing on as if like it's an accident or something, or it's right. like a bad habit of his. <laughs> well, he releases on lots of different labels, but it's always the same three or four labels, you know, who tend to release him. Yeah. And it, this is the first single from the album, and it's called Yeah, I'm on Acid. <laughs>
Yeah, great, isn't it? The album's called Bad Vibes. The song is called Yeah, I Took Acid. Or, sorry, Yeah, I'm on Acid. And it's got a pretty funny music video as well, which we just uh, got up here on thequietus.com. Got an article playing that song and saying a bit about it. It's going to be out on Rocket Recordings, Bad Vibes, on the 9th of November. Yeah, it's a wonderful record. They're really good. Uh, one of my favourites of Shit and Shine for a little while, I think. Uh, 9th of November, that album coming out. That's a long time away. Or is it? Not really, man. Oh, everything no. I, I'm, everything in my brain's already next year. I had to turn on the light when I woke up this morning. It's disappointing. It's like the first time in ages. The summer's ending. I need to like get to the south, uh, the southern hemisphere. Yeah, wake up at seven twenty to find it absolutely pissing with rain. It's like quite welcome to Britain. I sort of like sort of cozily went back to sleep. Yeah, long gone are the days where we're recording this podcast while sweating our balls off. Um, I'm going to play some more modern classical, but this is completely different to the last modern classical that I played. Uh, it's a, a submission. came through facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast where you can get in touch if you have some music that if you know of music that we probably should be playing that we'd enjoy uh, let us know or if you're putting out music you think we'd enjoy but also let us know it's uh, from a woman called elizabeth joan kelly uh, she's got a she's from new orleans uh, she's a, a new orleans based classical and ambient industrial electronic music composer and she has an album called music for the dmv so which is a, a title that made me smile yeah, so, so it's inspired by Brian Eno's Music for Airports, and there's a humorous bit of the press release here. So it says, Brian Eno's Music for Airports aim to create ambient soundscapes equally appropriate for listening as they are for ignoring. Airports can be places of great joy and anticipation as travellers leave for vacations or return home after long journeys, and Eno's soothing sound installations echo this mood. The Department of Motor Vehicles, or DMV, however, is not a happy destination for anyone. <laughs> the closest thing to an eager DMV visitor is a teenager taking their driver's test, and even that is an experience tinged with anxiety. Music for the DMV, therefore, seeks to mimic Eno's example of creating background music to fit a specific location, but acknowledges, too, the inherent agitation and uneasiness associated with a trip to the local vehicle registration and driver's license office, which I think is objectively hilarious. Yep, definitely into that. Look forward to hearing what it sounds like. Yeah. So this is Elizabeth Joan Kelly. The track is called Electropop Swimming Pool Ginopedi.
feeling that's not the finish that the artist intended. No, no, no. It's obviously a segment. I did my classic thing here where I expl- I listened to the whole record, really enjoyed the record, wrote my thoughts on the record and sort of what it sounds like, so the sort of industrial modern classical, then picked an individual track from that that doesn't really it's encapsulate... not industrial whatsoever. No, exactly, does it? But the record itself does have a lot more sort of, not gnarly bits, but a lot of sort of industrial elements what, to some, it. Some clanging? Some clanging? Or? Yeah, exactly. I think I chose that, uh, that uh, track just to showcase my classical music knowledge and what a gymnopedia is, which is a... It was a uh, pu- uh, the Gympopedes were pu- published in Paris in 1888 by uh, Eric Satir, and uh, yeah, that was uh, what 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 is a Gympopedes? Oh, it's a it's a uh, it was a composition that was uh, oh, it's the name of a piece. Yeah, well, of three piece, okay. three compositions uh, in the 1800s, uh, of which that track was inspired by the second one. But the um, yeah, it's the whole album is brilliant, and it's definitely worth checking out if you are into modern classical and sort of definitely twisted things like that. actually a few weeks ago we i played anna meredith's new record the one with vivaldi and just mm-hmm. an update on that because i've listened to the whole album since sure. it is utterly brilliant i haven't listened to it but it doesn't surprise me since anna is magnificent yeah it's one of those ones i had to immediately buy the vinyl for when i'd heard the whole album and yeah it should be arriving very soon yeah thanks for sending along that submission as i said if you send on uh, facebook.com slash independent music podcast we listen to each and everything that comes in there eventually and uh, yeah, it might take a little bit and if we really like it then we'll play it um so, yeah, if you, if you want to send us your music or just music that you really like, stuff from your local town or city, uh, we would love to, to get to know more music. You know, there's, there's yeah, more incredible music in the world than we could possibly hope to listen to or play, but doesn't mean that we can't give it a go and listen to what, what comes through. Um, I picked this up from uh, Bandcamp Daily, one of the best places on the internet so for interesting music. Track. I think oh, it is. I think it is the last I think track. It's the last, yeah, yeah. I've got no more music. So. <laughs> In that case, it is the last track. Um, and we've been going for over an hour. Yeah, well, um, well, we'll do our little outro then. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it, feel free to give us a nice review on your iTunes, Podcast Republic, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Spotify, all, all everything of that so far. If you're a new listener, just come in because we've just recently moved to Spotify. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We've been at it for absolutely ages. And we are approaching episode number 200. And you can go back and listen to all of our back episodes on whatever is your preferred podcast provider. If you really, really, really like what we do, you can support us on our Patreon. That's Patreon uh, slash Independent Music Podcast, um, where you can get special episodes like we're going to be recording just after this podcast. And that warm and fuzzy feeling, knowing that you are helping us bring magnificent new music to wider audiences around the world. By the time this comes out, I will be officially unemployed as well so i could really do with like a couple of dollars or pounds or whatever none of the music from the patreon actually goes to me or gareth no we uh, it goes so, to so no matter what gareth is saying there everything every single penny of it goes uh, back into the podcast i'll be unable to cover any of the costs of the podcast the difference is is that gareth pays for all the stuff that the podcast costs so i guess it does technically go to gareth no. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to leave you with um music from new york um it's a quartet called Yam Wire. Sorry, Yarn Wire. Apologies. Um, they're from Queens in New York. 
Uh, it's a, a, a piano and a cushion, percussion quartet. Christ, getting nearly Ulmo after that great monologue. Uh, that was like, all my words done. Yeah, quite I really clearly. threw you by saying that we're at the end. But they, and this is the second week in a row we've played something from Northern Spy Records, which wasn't a label I was aware of until you played something from them last week, of which I've forgotten what it was <laughs> that you actually played. So yeah, I had absolutely no idea, but it's the same record label that releases incredible Australian trio The Next that we opened the podcast with last week. Well, it looks like Northern Spy Records is a label that we need to get to know, and maybe we will do that. Well, you're accidentally getting yeah, to know I, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to know it, exactly, just by, uh, just, uh, I can't avoid them. Anyway, here it is, that's enough, enough yabbering. <laughs> <laughs> the album is called Images of Duration, and this track is called Vermilion Becomes Cobalt. Oh, just one quick point. Next week, we're doing our live record for Millie Oyster Festa. Oh, Jesus. And so if we're not here next week, it's probably because some technical issue with that. So. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm convinced it's going to be something a little bit differently. Hopefully, you're going to be hearing the cheers of the adoring crowd uh, in the background more than normal. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Thank you.